I got an email from a coach asking me for an episode about refunds and money-back guarantees for coaching. That person didn't share their name. A shout-out to you anyway. I love requests for episode topics. Contact me through my website anytime. And before you do, search for topics there for my eight years of blogging and my five years of podcasting to find tips and insights quickly. There are a few things I haven't already covered before. Refunds is one of them. And refunds are not a fun thing about running a coaching business, but they don't have to be painful either. I'll cover in this episode a set of things you can do right now in advance of any request for a refund, including all the ways you can stop requests from ever happening. And I'll cover in episode 244, the next one, when you need a refund policy or guarantee and how you can respond to a request for a refund in different circumstances and what to say. Find the full transcript for this episode and other resources for coaches, including ways to work privately with me at prosperouscoach.com 243. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches, I want you to take this in. Your clients' results are not up to you. That doesn't mean that you have no responsibility for your impact as a professional. All human beings have some responsibility for their impact on others. Think about what you can control in a session or in a series of sessions with your client. One, the way you show up. Two, what you say. And three, how you respond. You cannot control how they show up, what they interpret, or how they respond during or after a session. In my agreement document of my intake packet for newly enrolled clients, I ask them to initial this sentence. I understand that Rhonda Hess is not a licensed therapist and that I am responsible for all my decisions, actions, results, and feelings. Consider having something similar in your agreement. That is the first line of defense towards a client thinking that I am responsible for their results and that if they do not get the results they want, a refund might be available. Share this verbally in your discovery call too and impress upon prospects when enrolling them that coaching is co-creative. It's a partnership. They have a specific role and you have a specific role, but it takes two. If you are selling coaching session packages and are relatively new to coaching, you may have some requests for refunds. As you gain experience and the more you believe in the value of your services, the less likely you'll have those requests. Clients take cues from the coach. If you show up uncertain, that will come across energetically and lower your prospects or even your client's confidence in your services and perhaps even their own ability to take in the coaching and transform. 
So the second thing you can do to decrease the likelihood of a client asking for a refund is to raise your beliefs, your beliefs in your services, your beliefs in your client's ability to transform, and in your professionalism. Believing in all three of these things does not require years of experience. It's about intention. Set intention for all three of these things before you spend time with prospects and clients. And you know that I often say, instead of selling coaching packages, offer a signature program customized to your target audience and the big challenges they have on the way to achieving a big goal they want. Then price that program high. Ironically, the more you charge for your services, the higher quality client you attract. I'm talking about clients who do take responsibility for their own success. The investment itself in your high-ticket services is a gateway to their own success, and clients instinctively know this. Low pricing is full of pitfalls. Get past it as fast as you can. I have several episodes on money mindset. Check them all out at prosperouscoach.com money. It's time for you to help yourself in countless ways, and your clients too, by making that shift. The next way to prevent refund requests is having a strategic content strategy. I know this may seem weird to think that that will make a difference, but content, if it's well done and really targeted to your audience, helps you pre-qualify coaching clients and helps you from enrolling the wrong type of clients. Yes, there is a wrong type of client for you. One of the problems I had early on in my coaching business is that I was trying to enroll any client from any audience at any price because I was desperate to get an income flowing. Well, that mindset and approach is disastrous for so many reasons. When you have a coaching business, it's critical to step into the CEO mindset and run your business strategically so you can earn well and stay in business. That's why you start by targeting a viable audience and building a niche and specialty around that so you can stand out in the crowd and become known for your specialty. Specialties attract better clients. Then when you podcast, which is what I recommend as a content strategy, or blog or make videos and put out social posts, you are consistently reinforcing who you work with and how you help them achieve what's important to them. That helps you attract the right type of clients, not only in that they fit your audience and want the scope of your work, but also because they are actively seeking solutions and know they will have to invest to make progress. So the last one I want to give you is the way you conduct discovery calls is also prevention from refund requests. I've talked a lot recently about discovery calls. Check out episodes 162 and 198 to learn about how to handle objections. Check out episodes 217 and 241 to prep for discovery calls. And 242, which has a downloadable cheat sheet with powerful questions to ask in the discovery call. It's equally important to assess the fit of your prospective coaching clients for you as it is for them to assess you and your program. During discovery calls, you want to pay close attention to your intuition. You know, both in your heart and in your gut, what is right for you and what is not. It's a muscle to build. 
When you are desperate for clients and income, you may ignore your intuition and enroll a client who is not right for you. And trouble of all sorts can follow. One, the client may not be coachable. They may not be respectful and friendly. They may be out of balance in their expectations. The client may not be capable of taking responsible decisions, actions, results, and feelings. Or they might just not be a good fit in their personality for you and you for them. You can definitely ask some powerful questions in the discovery call to subtly uncover some of these things. But what I believe is that you can learn to feel fit by the way coaching prospects show up. So start building that muscle now. Okay, I'll get into the nitty gritty of refunds in the next episode. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome. And it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.